All right, we're back. It's 2024. Last week was the first week of 2024, but this is the first week of commercial real estate in 2024. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're here again with my sidekick here, Will Nardizzle. It's been a minute. It has. Did you have a good Christmas? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Pouring some salt. No, kids were super sick and... We traveled. I don't think I'll travel again for Christmas. Yeah. You can start forcing people to travel to you. Yeah, I can. I have a little bit of that leverage. Mm -hmm. So I I might do like the 26th. Yeah. So, but no, it was rough, man. But everybody's sick right now. Man, everybody got sick. We were supposed to go to New York City and me and Tammany went out for our birthday day before we were supposed to go and we were at dinner and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm not good. Yeah. So her and her and Barrett both got the flu and uh it was it was pretty rough. So we canceled that and just hung around town. Yeah. So rough. But anyways, we're back. Goals. Back to the grind. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So early uh, alarms. Yeah. Gym. <laughs> Cold calls and curls. That's right. All right. Well, let's get into it. This week in economic news, you got Mm -hmm. initial jobless claims. uh, Forecast is 210. Previous was 202. U.S. consumer credit comes out this week. The forecast is $8 billion. The previous was $5.2 billion. I don't really know how to interpret that stat, but I feel like this is an important one. Because it has to do with the, well, here, I'll just read it to you. It's consumer credit, you said? Uh-huh. And is that looking at credit cards and all that other stuff? Like auto loans? Hang on a second. Consumer credit. No, it'll be interesting to hear, though, because I, I, what I read a little bit in the, um, just looking at real estate news, I guess multifamily owners want to push up on rents. So, you know, but that'll kind of be an interesting point. I'm sure they're going to look at that pretty heavily, see you know, what their customers can do. I went to lunch with the with our CPA last yeah. week, and they're in an apartment deal, and he said their insurance doubled on it, and it pretty much wiped out their NOI. Dude, it's crazy. And you know, there's a lot of factors that you can't you can't just walk over to the tenant in multifamily and go, "Hey, man, bill's gone up. See you later." They're locked into a lease. Now it's a short term lease, usually a year yeah. year lease. But you still got to compete with other apartments because people in an yeah. apartment will get up and move, save a couple hundred bucks a month. Absolutely. So, well, those, the leases are liquid. So they'll just move. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry, folks. I can't find consumer credit. I'm not going to waste any more time on it, but I think yeah. it's important. So, it is. how's that? All right. The Dow was down 60 basis points last week. So, probably mm-hmm. not much trading going on. SP down one and a half percent. And the NASDAQ was down. 3.35. So a little, I guess the tech side of things got kind of pushed around. Crude was down about 57 basis points to $71.24 a barrel. 70, it's down today. Big. Is it? Yeah, it's, we might get under $70 a barrel today. Hmm. Interesting. Still want to learn more about oil. Yeah. I wonder how the Israeli conflict, if that's making it go down or up. I don't know. 
somebody please expl- we've been asking yeah one of you foos out there <laughs> call us explain oil and gas i don't have many oil and gas people listening to um, us i got one guy yeah no i got another guy too i need a call but, okay the five-year did did creep up creaked up about 250 bips or about 200 yeah mm-hmm. um no yeah, about 100, 200. It's up 4%, 4. 4.35%. It's closed out last week at 4.017 on the five-year and 4.046 on the 10-year. So for still hovering at 5.31. So let's look at these real estate stocks. Read Office is up again today on the one-day performance. The one-week... Read Office, Read Hotel, Read Diversified. One month performance, Read Hotel and Motel is the leader right now. Diversified, Industrial, and then Offices and Fourth. Read Retail, three months. So let's look at one year performance. So how did yeah. how did commercial real estate stocks do last year? Real estate development was the number one. It was up 50%, 56 percent. Publicly traded real estate development stocks. Wow. REIT Hotel and Motel was second at 25%. Real Estate Diversified, which I guess that means you buy multiple different products, but 24%. Industrial up 14.18. REIT Residential 5.17. REIT Specialty 5.63. REIT Healthcare 4.22. REIT Retail 3.96. Office down 38 bips. Mortgage down 1.67. REIT Diversified down 1.74 real estate services down 8.2 so the brokerage shop sounds like they took the worst hit yeah Uh, kicked in the jimmy yeah so since no one knows why office stocks were coming back so hard i guess my answer is the chart looked like it was time for it to bounce and it did because they lost on the year yeah so it probably just got depressed so much that some volume came into it Mm -hmm. so there's your real estate stocks all right Football picks. What you got? What you got? So, over the bowl season, we only took two bowl games. We took Tech and won that game, and we took the Frisco Bowl, and then we faded away for the rest of the bowl games. Yeah. But um, the uh, we took the Frisco Bowl, which was UT San Antonio versus Marshall. We took UTSA, and they won. They covered Good. minus 12. They beat the Thundering Herd 35-17. to 17. Nice. Um, I did take. Covered appropriately. Yeah, I took Texas and I took uh, Alabama in the college football playoffs. Lost both those bets. Yeah, you did. So it's okay. Uh, I really thought Texas was going to beat Washington, and man, Washington looked incredible. That their, quarterback their is quarterback, good. That dude's. If I'm an NFL team that has a draft pick coming up next year that I need a QB for, yeah. he's my guy. Like that guy is incredible. So, so they are playing tonight in the national championship against the Michigan Wolverines. I Michigan is picked to win by five. Hmm. I think they do it. You think Michigan wins as much as and covers? Hmm. We're talking about spreads. Yeah, I don't know. I'm taking Washington at minus five. Okay. Dylan, their running back, is going to play. Yeah. He ain't 100%. He says he is, but there's no way he can be. He got hurt in um, in that playoff game against Texas, but... So anyways, that's my pick for College Football National Championship tonight. I'm going to take a couple playoff games for the NFL because that's kind of okay. interesting. I'm going to get the Cowboys versus the Packers. You're taking the Cowboys? Of course Boys you are. at seven and a half. 
Yeah, I kind of feel like they win this game and get us all hyped up and then blow it next week. So, <laughs> anyways, you know, it's only been 28 years since we've been to the champion NFC Championship game. I got the Rams versus Lions. I like the Lions at minus three and a half. I do too. Props out to Dan Campbell. He's done a great job. And then Miami versus Kansas City. Miami's getting three and a half. I'm taking Miami. Wow. I kind of feel like Kansas City... I know this is crazy to try to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but at the same time, I feel like Kansas City just has a lot of noise around their team. Yeah. Do you feel like they're a little gassed, too? Every time I watch them, I just feel like they're just a little gassed. No, like, they might be. I don't know. I don't know. It, it just I just feel like there's a lot of noise, and I feel like this is Miami's year. Yeah. Or maybe I've just been watching Hard Knocks on Miami. And, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so don't look too deep into these, these bets. <laughs> All right. Term of the week. Hold up. I oh, did also oh, yes. just just came in. I think it just publicly became known that Nike and Tiger Woods are formally ending their relationship. It just hit the Wall Street Journal mm. as we were sitting here. Mm. It's over. It's done. Well, nothing lasts forever, Will. 27 years. Probably the most lucrative sports deal ever outside mm. of Michael Jordan mm. and uh and Nike. Well incredible. But that's it. They both probably did very well off of it. I'm, I mean, Tiger Woods is a billionaire because of them. Is Tiger Woods going to someone else, or is he creating his own brand? Or? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. He, He's one of those guys where it's like he kind of needs to. You know how Nike has like their standalone brands within mm -hmm. like the roll up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who else does that in golf as well as Nike. Yeah. You know, because like everyone will get co-branded with Titleist or TaylorMade. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he does his own thing kind of like Shaq did. The world is now set up for you to do your own thing. I mean, look, Correct. we're trying to have our own news channel here, essentially. Yeah. You know, I mean, you really can. You can, for very limited resources, you can have your own platform. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, he's obviously more than wealthy enough to, to start it. Well, and he, he has the name to get the distribution out of it. Correct. You know? So, you know. But, I, I'm uh, not sure if that guy's got the in between the ears, though, to get it done. He's got a lot of stuff going around with him all the time. Yeah, Just, but he's got people around him that true. are. He ain't doing it. I, Will, how many times have we tried to raise money from professional athletes? Many. What happens? Never works. Never works. Too many handlers. Yeah, yeah. They're in. Yeah, but then they hand you to some handler, and the handler's mm -hmm. like, "So he has handlers." Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he's probably involved to a degree, but like, there's somebody back there counting the yeah. beans all yeah. day long. Yeah. So, all right, term of the week, mm -hmm. pari passu. Oh, we hear that lots on the ownership oh, side. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So tell, tell me, this is a Latin term for equal footing. And so it's usually used in the context to describe the relationship of cash flows, the relationship between the GP's cash flows and the LP's cash flows okay. at a certain point. Yes. They are on equal footing at this point. And that's usually during the pref hurdle. So yes. we are 8% preferred return. We're part of pursue on that. So mine, your GP invested dollars and your LP invested dollars are riding side by side on each other. And then after the preferred return ha happens and probably a return of capital, then then the 
unequal footing happens yes. where the promote comes in. So but waterfall, 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 waterfalls. So that's uh, you know, we put it in our decks. You know, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully, people understand what it means now. <laughs> You should read these things. Yeah. You, and you understand. Should. Yes. It's very important. It can affect um, your livelihood. Okay. I'm going to go into dive. Here's the first story I thought was interesting. Go. Story built receiver accuses principals of egregious mismanagement. So story built? Story built. Austin based developer. They imploded. They're entering receivership. And what did they focus on? They were multifamily. Oh, yes. I think they own something down the street from us in Lake Highlands. So uh, at the end of the day, what this article was saying was like, they're doing the receiver on Mm -hmm. them is doing a uh, forensic accounting of their books. And it's like, it's just a total nightmare over here. I mean, I wonder how much money they raised. Oh, a lot. I mean, a, it has to be, right? And I, the, mean, I think the original CEO or founder bounced a couple of years ago, if, if I remember correctly, a land broker I know, which is telling me that he peeled out, probably lost, man, who knows how much money in terms of carried interest and all that stuff. But it's been kind of stinky over there for, for a hot <laughs> second. Let me see that. Live where you love. No. They own a really sick site right down the street from us, right in the middle, right in the middle of Lake Highlands. But, I mean, they just... How hard is it? How hard is it? Mr. Mercer does one plus one equal two. To just do a good job. Let's see. People. I mean, these guys had to raise a ton of money. Look how many assets I think they it was, I'm not sure if it's a billion dollars, but I feel like it was very, very, very large. Oh, yeah. It has like, to be. They probably had a, a couple billion dollar pipeline. I'm going to raise a couple hundred mil. Get that leverage, bro. I mean, they got stuff on different ledgers. Yeah. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Anyways, keep it's it. just unbelievable to me that, that you keep hearing these stories about these kind of people. It's so anyways, anyways, keep that, it simple, uh, stupid. Yeah. Okay. The Las Vegas Sands people keep popping up. Yeah. Alderson. Yes. She bought the, well, this is probably pretty logical, but she bought the building across the street from American Airlines Center, the mass practice facility. Yeah. Where the soft layer building is. Yep. 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 So she bought that too. I mean, they are just going all in on they D-Town. Pot in. They're pot in. They're pot in. They're pot in. Isabella's shaking her head. She doesn't like that analogy. Why are you not? You don't want a casino in Texas? It's okay. But don't you want your your investments and all the real estate we've purchased to go up? You know, real estate always goes up, Bella. I'm over it. <laughs> I, I'm the, You know, that area, the Metroplex, there's just so much traffic. Uh, it's just going to get worse. But outside of that, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. I think if you if you talked to me a month ago, which I think we have a recording, of, I was not pro this, but I, I think I'm down now. I, I would have to look at like some long-term studies of the implications of putting a casino in somewhere and what does it really do? I mean, don't we all have a casino on our phone now anyways? Yes. Yeah. Well, if there's any, Atlantic City is, well, we don't have a mafia issue here. 
Right. Right. At least not that we're aware of. But, you know, if you look at the classic gambling areas, they're controlled by tribes or the mob to start off from. And we don't really have either influence. So I would be really interested to see kind of how it plays out. When public corporations just actually actually come in and get it done? Yeah. And there's a private-public partnership. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're going to look to the to the county or the or city of Irving or whoever for some some buy-in. Sure. But, it, I mean, the entertainment, if they put in a little, well, I mean, the arena is going to be there, but the entertainment's going to go through the roof. Yeah. Because they're going to want bodies in there all the time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be psycho. Yeah. Maybe get a little Celine Dion action mid, uh, mid-Metroplex. she's done. Didn't she? Yeah. I, she heard her voice or something. Yeah. Tammany would love it, though, if she came back. Okay. DFW's biggest industrial sales of 2023. Oh, feed me. R2CSA's West Dallas acquisition. I think that's TA. That's Turnpike. That's the Turnpike. Oh, okay. French Settlement, Bastille Road, Pipestone. I think they paid like 90 a foot. I heard 80s. 80s? I heard 82. Then God, I wish I had the money. I'd buy that stuff all day long. Yeah, prize, Just all day. Yeah. And Johnny G's still leasing it. The guy's had a death lock on that place. Oh, yeah. Have you a good job, the, though. You ever hear the story about how he pulled that all off? You've the, told me. Yeah. So. There's a, I had a track down the video. It's really incredible. He pieced it all together. Well, he has been the sheriff of Turnpike mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. But he does a good job. Yeah. Props to John Gorman. I'm sure they didn't change the leasing. So, Glitch Properties picks up Dow Park Building, a 920,000 square foot building. Um, da, 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 da. Doesn't even say it has a tenant. Hmm. Guess Shocker. they bought a spec deal in Lancaster, 920,000 feet. Night Swift nabs Forney Logistics Center. So, good year. Let's see. In January, they bought it, I guess. Let's see. Fifth largest publicly traded trucking company. And let's see. That was a 904,000 square foot sale. Cabot buys Garland portfolio. And then it says the GSW portfolio, but I think that's wrong. One building, West Oak Deal, 221,000 feet, 13 acres. Let's see. And then another one at 576,000 square feet. Link scoops up I-30 distribution center. Link bought this in October. Two building properties, 750,000 square feet at 3901 and 4001 Alder Road. Tenants are Geodis. Is that how you say it? Geodis? I don't know. FedEx. They were building, the sale price is not disclosed, but the buildings were valued at $44 million and twenty-three per DCAD. This one's, this one's going to hurt well. TA Realty offloads Garland portfolio. Oh, wait, that's TA. Sorry, hold on. We're getting getting there. there. Hang on, sorry. The pain didn't start yet. Let's see. TA sold off a Garland portfolio, 132,000 square feet. That was a good deal. And another 117,000 square foot. Um, Looks like Taurus bought it. Yeah, it's all front load. A lot of it was front load. And they added six. They added six hundred thousand feet. Good camp in Carrollton. I guess that was that was one of the KKR buys. I think that was a lot, lot good. Story Road. They bought a bunch of nice stuff. MDH. Yeah, 
to all vintage. Um, MDH Partners snaps up Fort Worth Logistics Building. They paid almost $68 million for a building at 9450 Burleson Cardinal Road in Fort Worth Logistics Hub. 670,000 square feet on 39 acres. And it was about 100 bucks a foot. Van Trust developed it and then delivered it in 2022 and is leased by Samsung. And here's, here's where it hurts. KKR. Industrial divestment includes 3DFW assets. Sold off 5 million square feet, including 3DFW properties. Louisville, Valwood Trade Center, and Carrollton, Richardson, Edmonds. Let's see. Where's the ones we care about? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Was it Capital Drive? Yeah, or Interstate. Interstate. And then... 31 and 3110 Shiloh Road. Yeah. Those we we bid on those and man, we really liked them. We came pretty close. We came pretty close. I think um if we had at the time like true committed capital like we do now, yeah, uh, we would have been in the mix for sure. Well, uh, we, I mean we, 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 were. we were in the top three, but we would have like we could have pressed hard to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, we pressed as hard as I think we felt comfortable at the time. Yeah. But I don't know if we probably shouldn't say who bought it, but a friend of ours bought it and yeah, do taps off to him, man. Yeah, I'm crushed. I'm I'm happy for him. It's a great. Yeah, those are some great. It came with a building, McKinney. That was a great buy, in my opinion. Which you know, it's funny talking talking to the brokerage group that that took it out. Yeah, I think they. Oh, I'm not going to comment on what they thought, but it was interesting to hear they were relaying information to us. Like many of the institutions didn't like the McKinney building. <laughs> In the group that bought it and us, I think we're probably the most excited about that building. Now, yeah. there's some functionality issues with it. It was a little cut, cut up a little strange. But, yeah, but you know, it, it's just booming up there. Every Everybody's moving. It's going to be hard to get harder to get zoning. You know, it, yeah. it's so if you buy something for what we think it traded for, like up there, that's just. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good deal. Yeah. So well, what else you got? I'm tired of people talk, waiting and praying and talking about rates are going to drop next year. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's just like, it's the most annoying you mean thing. this year? Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like, man, just talk to your seller, talk to your buyer. It's a totally different landscape. Fight through it. Either the deal's a good deal or it's not. And you can't be... I think the thing that frustrates me is that debt was, was used to work through a lot of permanent imperfections with assets. Yeah. And that's just not the case anymore. You can't navigate it. It's either the building sucks, the tenants are garbage, it's mispriced. Yeah, the issues are there. They're glaring. Mm -hmm. And it's very, as an owner who's very conscious of basis, it's really infuriating to hear a lot of people just use, they're using debt as a massive crutch because they don't know how to fight through anything. It's like, no, this 4% interest is going to make all the problems go away. Sure. Yeah, no, it does. But that doesn't mean you made a bad buy. I mean, you're, you're bad buy good. It's really just irritating, especially as people who really, we work our tails off. I mean, going through data, getting in front of people, making really, I think, de pretty decent buys last year mm -hmm. with what's going on but it's just like oh my god just can you work harder you need to just bank on the fed just punching out sorry rants over but like well i have a hot sports opinion about that 
I think a lot of guys that are getting money to buy stuff shouldn't be getting money to buy it because they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. So. And bad debt just, I mean, good cheap debt fixes a lot of the issues. Yeah. Yeah. And cheap debt can fix a lot of stuff. Real, real estate is some pretty fundamentally things that you can make money doing it with. But like, I, I think that's just, I don't yeah. know. I think the bloodletting is good. Well, hey, let's talk about one thing we did do at the end of the year. Yeah. This was pretty cool. We, oh, you want to talk about the deal? Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. So, Bo Puckett at JLL brought us an opportunity. Yeah. And um, he said, hey, this is a uh, 10-acre site. About seven acres of it was concrete, lit, fenced, mm-hmm. and paved. The rest was just kind of some drainage area. Uh, it's a truckload facility on uh, Highway 67. In, um, good frontage. Good frontage, Highway 67, sandwiched in between Clarion's new development and KDC Advisors' mm-hmm. new development. And um, brought it to us and said, hey, these guys want this number for it. But if you close by the end of the year, they'll take this for it. And forty percent less, just about. Yeah, and we got them down further than that too. So I said, "Well, if they can owner finance it, we can pull this off." And um, they did, and we closed in seventeen days. Yeah, I think we came in around the eighth or the ninth of December, had it in title on the Mm twelfth, and then closed on the twenty ninth. Yeah. So, shout out to Bo Puckett and Caleb McCoy for putting that deal together for us and they're leasing it for us. So if you got an iOS user, this thing is perfect. All concrete, fence lit, all the things. Yeah. So um, really in terms of like deal structure, really interesting uh, on how we piece it all together. I mean, you had a, we discovered a business that was somewhat in distress in terms of cash burn and what they needed. So just, Structuring it so it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah. They got to unlock some value. They've owned it for a couple of years. No, they owned it for a year. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. They bought the wrong building, essentially. Yeah. They need a warehouse. They need a warehouse. They bought a truck lot. They're a truckload carrier. And then. um, They so, need a true distribution. Yeah. And so, we, I mean, how we structured it, I think it, it's win-win for, truly a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, I'm pretty excited about it. I think yeah. we'll do very well on that project. And if anybody has a user looking for something like that, call Bo or, and, uh, yeah, let's, let's do a lease. Yeah. So we're, we're eager to do, to do something. Yep. So. Yep. So, all right. Well, what do you, what else you got? That's it. I mean, do you want to talk about where we're looking next? Yeah, we can briefly. So Houston, Houston, we, we are, we don't have a problem anymore. We don't. The problem it's the problem's been solved. Yeah. We're, we're buying in Houston. So if you got anything down there, we'd really prefer some single tenant stuff right now. Yeah. But, um, transaction I, size three to 10 million, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but, just yeah. send them on over. We would like Jeremy just said, prefer to single tenant. I think that market really lends really well to that mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. So, but keep us in mind as you're doing leasebacks or yep. someone's leaving. Yep. But we're active. We're um, our goal this year is to try to buy seventy five million. So yeah, let's do it. So if we could buy five to ten single assets, single tenant assets in in Houston, that'd be be money. And yeah, be super money. We're so, in. But. So. I don't think I have anything else. We're gonna right. pop up at ICSC at the end of this end of this month. Yep, yep. So if you're attending that, come say hello. We'll yeah. be around. We're not sponsoring a booth or anything, but no. we'll be 
perusing. Correct. And then so, we got some travel yep. lined up for uh, Houston and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to seeing all of our partners in all those all those markets. Absolutely. So, all right. That's well, hang it up, not coach. Not stay alive in 25. It's scoop and score in 24. Ooh. We'll see ya.